Hello and welcome to Artful Living, a podcast all about crafting a home and life with intention. We're your hosts, Cassidy and David. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Good, good. We are doing something a little different. Um, we have done our beloved <clears throat> listener favorites series, Film Set Style Notes, where we break down film sets in movies. And we thought we'd try something different today. And we are going to be reviewing and kind of breaking down a home tour that is available on the Schumacher 1889 YouTube channel, which we'll link in the description or the show notes. Um, And it's of this artist couple. He is a metalsmith. She's a painter. They live in Hudson Valley. Sorry, the names are Maddie Cruz is the husband and Mary Nelson Sinclair is the wife. And they just have such a lovely home. It's a it's a farmhouse, colonial farmhouse on like, I don't remember how many acres it was, but it used to be a horse farm. Yeah, like a horse ranch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I guess it got divided up, but it's like nestled in these hills and all this greenery around it and just like this white, cute colonial farmhouse. Yeah, what I like about that... Well, we'll talk about what I like and all that. Well, what did you... No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, And why I just kind of... I like the idea of going through some... um, Potentially continuing to this series, looking at people's homes. And even if it's not something that, like, if you watch this video and you're like, "Uh, I don't... It doesn't really... um, strike my fancy stylistically or aesthetically like it's not in line with what you personally are drawn to what i want to convey is examples of how people inject themselves into their homes in an authentic way and kind of dissect those elements so that we can take from that and be able to maybe steal these elements and borrow these things that we can interpret in our own style Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So I'm not saying like, yeah, you should get her sofa or her, you know, canopy bed or whatever. But just we're going to be talking about things that um, more ideas and abstract things or or some, you know, actual stylistic things you could do if you like the style. So that's what we're going to be taking into consideration here. But um, so like we said, it's nestled in these acres and acres of greenery. It's this white colonial farmhouse that's just like a dream of mine to have in the front area like right outside the front door is like a cut garden which i'm sure you really i didn't like the little area i like the way it wasn't bordered it was just they didn't like put anything around it it was it kind of just felt natural yeah and there was gravel there wasn't they didn't just bring in concrete or stone and make pathway pathways they made kind of just felt like the home was supposed to be there. Yeah. In the words of Gil Schaefer, who's an architect I'm really fond of, like it, it, it does have that feeling of inevitability that it's like supposed to be there. Or it's always been there, even if they've done work to it, that it's just like it fits. It feels natural to be there. And they had, she has this like all these tall dahlias and things that, that just feels so, it's like a homey luxury to have a cut garden right at your front door. Or your back door to where you can go and just like pick things for beautiful bouquets. Yeah, some like fresh flowers. Yeah, yeah. and herbs and whatever is seasonally appropriate. 
Inside the home, you're instantly greeted with punches of vibrant color paired with soft hues and moments of white space in between. And I like this approach that they did in their home of working with color because it doesn't feel overwhelming or overstimulating, even though there are a lot of pops of saturated color because I think they struck a really good balance of when to turn up the saturation and then when to quiet it back down. And then there's rooms where there's more punches of color and there's rooms where there's more muted tones and it's neutral. So it's not like you're being bombarded with like color and pattern at all moments. Like um, Mary, like said, she's, you know, probably would consider herself more of a maximalist or or at least not a minimalist. And I wouldn't say it's like totally maximalist or anything, but it definitely like they they embrace just all the things that they love and like their collected treasures and patterns and you can tell that they probably are lovers of antiques and they've got a lot of old paired with handmade new and um, it's just really cool and so like thinking about their living room there's a hot pink sofa which I normally like just saying that out loud doesn't sound (laughs) appealing normally to me but I think it works really well in the space it's mixed with mixed match mixed match pillows um and like textiles over the arm that seem to be vintage behind as a couple art pieces one's like a still life one's a black line drawing of a floor arrangement and they're in black frames i think they're black and white and then the walls are like kind of a soft pink maybe like setting plaster-esque like ferron ball um and then there's like floor lamps with white shades vintage side table and then his coffee table because he's a metalsmith so he makes that but it's not the color of metal usually it's like this finish that he does it's like really like a punchy turquoise kind of yeah it seems yeah it's like blue so it's like the blue and the pink and then if you look in the room behind there's like another pink sofa and it's a little bit more of a cocooned room which might be like a tv room because i didn't notice a tv in the main living room and it's a paler pink and so you're just working with these different moments of punch but also like desaturation at times and um there's like a lot of books and collected treasures on the coffee table which i love a collected coffee table i have one right now that's got a lot of books i don't think you you're not a big fan of like the books on the coffee table like a lot of books oh yeah i'm not a big fan of clutter yeah I know, but I like, I think depending on the time of year for me, I like to have a full coffee table and winter is definitely when I like to add on the layers because it just feels cozier. Anyway, so I like how they styled that. And then across from the sofa are two armchairs that are like English roll arms, I think, but they're like this kind of cabana blue and white stripe. And I really really love those chairs and I thought that was a nice symmetrical moment and like in addition to them playing with moments of punchy more saturated color and desaturated color in different areas of their home they also play with symmetry versus asymmetry and sorry if you hear my pages turning (laughs) I have my notebook full of notes Um, because I really liked this house and I, I liked I thought there was a lot of takeaways from it um 
you know, with the talk talking about symmetry, the chairs were symmetrical, right? And then there's two windows in the living room. And then there's like a big vintage chest type of thing. I don't know exactly what it'd be called, but then that's flanked with kind of a a set of artwork on each side. Or was it plates? Something, something that brought in the symmetry. And then if you look in the corner by the, there's like a little window seat corner, which I thought was so cozy and there's a vintage light and there's a lot of pillows and there's like a little woven dog bed underneath and it just feels like the perfect spot to curl up with like a book and a cup of tea or something and that's you know that's its own thing so that's not symmetrical with the other side of the room which has a bookshelf so I like that they played with that and I think striking a balance between having something symmetrical and something's unsymmetrical really creates a balance and um, it's a balance of like the done and the undone, right? So like if nothing was symmetrical in the room, it might feel a little too hodgepodge versus if everything was symmetrical in the room and there was pairs of everything, everything was mirroring each other, it would feel too buttoned up and like stiff and you wouldn't maybe relax as much in there. So I thought that was a really... They did a good job in that regard. Any thoughts on the living room? This this isn't like David's favorite, like stylistically. He really likes the outside. I loved the outside about more of us, but your jam was so. And the garden and the the workshop. I loved the the panels. The like the siding. Yeah. The, the roof. Everything about the home was beautiful. Even the the inside the structure of it was was great i just you just would have decorated it differently for me it was a little too busy mm, yeah too many things going on for me personally that's just my opinion yeah that makes sense um i also liked that in the living room there was like what we kind of have in our living room where there's like a, a jute or a rush rug that's kind of larger and then they put a patterned colorful rug which pulled a lot of the colors at least the pinks and the orange hues in the room from that rug and that's really a good trick if you are trying to create and develop a color palette in your space and you don't really know what to do you could get a rug pulling colors from a rug in your space or like an art piece in your space and projecting the colors in that piece or maybe one or two colors Um, is a really great way to tie together a color palette it's kind of like a foolproof way because once there's something in the room if you just repeat that element in different areas or maybe even different shades it'll it'll make sense and it'll feel meaning it'll feel purposeful and it'll feel natural at the same time and then you don't have to kind of stress out over color palette so I thought they did a good job of that and I really liked the little wicker dog bed under the thing that mm-hmm. they could pull out and like push yeah, back in. Nice. That was cute. Um, the mudroom we didn't really see much of, but I did like the elements that I did notice were that they enveloped the small space with like a tapestry inspired wallpaper. I don't know if that's like Scalamandre or Schumacher or what, but they did like the whole ceiling. I know we know how David feels about <laughs> wallpaper. Yeah. But you're not a fan of that either. No. 
<laughs> if you missed what was that like two episodes ago you were telling us about your distaste for wallpaper yeah it's just I mean, I can see why it looks nice. Like if you have, for me, if it's in a small powder room or like a half bath or whatever. Oh, so you do, there is a place that you could. Sure, you can pull it off there. But I think like a whole like room filled with wallpaper. Not into it. A living room or a kitchen. I'm not. And does it feel too busy for you or do you just, it's like too attached to like a grandma thing for you? I think a lot of people my age want more minimalism because we grew up with parents with a lot of stuff in the home it's more of a psychological thing Mm -hmm. i just for me wallpapers and too much stuff everywhere feels like it just feels too busy for me it feels too cluttered it feels like too much is going on so i think people i'm not everybody there's some people that love all that stuff but I like more simple, clean walls. I think art should be what is put on. I don't even like when people paint murals on walls. Mm. What about, how do you feel about like plaster? Do you like that? Sure. I mean, it's not a print. It's just like more of a texture, but. Like a textured wall? Like, um, like plaster wall. Sure. What about, how do you feel about a seagrass? wallpaper maybe on like a ceiling or the back of a bookshelf maybe not a whole wall I, have you ever seen us i don't even think i, I think can confidently you, say what i know a seagrass wall is i think we have i think somebody's bathroom has it that we know but that would be and there's different what i'm saying is there's different forms of wallpaper you know it's not just patterns not just floral i grew up in a home with wallpaper <laughs> <laughs> and lots of things and too many things that makes now older me not like too many things. I'm so your on. threshold for like things is lower. Yes. But do you like, but you like, but you also like things like you like, um, I think for me, like for example, if I, if I had a living room that I could decorate, it would be um, the things I would put in there would be art, of course, on the walls. Would you go like just... I would have a shelf with books. A shelf? Like, One shelf? Or like a little... Or a bookshelf. Yeah, like a bookshelf with books and some... I like a lot of history, so some artifacts from history, history books, um, different interests like that. Yeah, but I don't like the idea of books and trinkets yeah on everything i don't like Every it when surface. it feels like it's i mean we do have a lot of surfaces filled right now but then again it is winter and then when it comes spring i kind of like a little, little bit more pared back but i do yeah and sometimes i'll be, walk in and be like okay this is too much and i'll i'll take things but then away. that's just my personal taste so, I, I can see why some people will like that i can understand that side i just for me personal. personally like to, to each own if that's if people like more colors and cluttered, or I won't say cluttered, I'll say more decorated. Collectors. Then, then sure, go for it. But for me, it's, I like clean. Yeah. Yeah. So for like art on a wall, you, would you do gallery or no gallery? And not everywhere, but. I don't or mind would a gallery you, wall. Are you more of like a statement piece No, I guy? don't mind a gallery wall. Okay. 
I can get down with the gallery. Okay. I just don't like there's I've seen somewhere like there's mirrors and and gallery and like it's just I don't know what to look at. It's too much. Yeah. No, I, I and get then you. behind it there's wallpaper and it's like it's just there's I, too many layers and it's not I, calming for I you. I just at that feel point. like I am going to have an aneurysm. By looking at <laughs> like, do I look at the wallpaper? Do I look at the art? There's just the too mirror? much going on. So I mean, this home it was beautiful and I can see. I mean, they're both artists. They're both like she like I saw some of her work in the video and she paints with so many different colors and it, it, the movement she she uses in her paintings. They're absolutely beautiful. I love the color she uses. And if I had a, like, a, if I was putting a piece of hers up on my wall, that would be the color I would focus on. Mm-hmm. Just her piece. Instead, you know, and then I, like, I just, like. You'd be like, that's where the color of the room Because for me, it feels like be. it gets lost when you have a beautiful, beautiful piece, like, like what she paints. And then you have wallpaper behind it and you have color and books and everything all over the place. Then it's like, okay. It's just. I, I lose. Yeah. Yeah. So you feel like it should have its own moment to be the focal point. And then when you mix it in with all these other elements and other colors, you feel like it drowns out and it gets quieter versus where it should be the That's more I, yeah. full on display. Yeah. I get that. But again, and you know, then, you, but then again, I like castles and I like all the colors <laughs> that they had inside. But, but I feel I like mean, the walls a, were just stone and the colors that they brought in yeah. popped. Like the reds or purples the or greens, mahog- but they were like more the, dark. The, yeah. They weren't. But like those colors made because you're looking at stone walls. Yeah. And then that popped to me. Right. So I don't know. But I do think that they did, again, I think they did a good balance of like having white space for your eye to rest on that's why i didn't i didn't feel personally super over overwhelmed by things in that space like i can sometimes be when i see places with a lot of color i can appreciate it i just like seeing homes like that that feel like they've been there for a while even if the home hasn't been there for a while and it has but like even driving around some of the neighborhoods where we live by and there's these homes that are like 10,000 square feet, they're massive, but done right, they look beautiful. And then you keep driving, then you see these cubes mm-hmm. that people put. And it's just like, it looks like a, a office building. And yeah. I just, to me, like the way they designed that home, or they remodeled it off, obviously. But even the 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 bump outs and the the, the staircase, everything was done right Mm-hmm. It's just it was it was a beautiful home, even with all the colors. It was nice, but just just a different decoration style than you're than you're into. That's fine. Um, yeah. So back to the mudroom, little detour. I don't remember. Good to know your thoughts on on wallpaper. I remember the kitchen. The kitchen was nice. We'll get to the kitchen, and I I just I liked. <laughs> this is going to contradict everything David just said, but I do like that the mudroom was because it is a small utilitarian room that can easily be very only utilitarian and like people tend to have small rooms go maybe like really white and light in the palette because they're trying to make it feel bigger but sometimes it's nice to just envelop a space and they did it with like these blues and greens in the wallpaper and then flanking the door to go out into the lush greenery that is their property there was like in 
like vintage landscape oil paintings in gilded frames on flanking the door and then there's like kind of a, a leggy um kind of more of a a farmhouse chandelier hanging down and and the cubbies were like green pulled from the wallpaper so I just I liked that they kind of made it like a little jewel box and David didn't but it's fine I li- <laughs> I liked it um, it felt it felt small yeah so yeah and I liked that with this whole house um, because modern farmhouse has been such a huge trend for so long and we're now we're starting to see people kind of crave something different I thought this was this home in general and property was a good example of how you can make a farmhouse feel authentic and yes. it does feel like a farmhouse but it's not like overtly farming it's a farmhouse i would want to be in. yeah and and i think these all these elements that we're talking about it's like that that feeling of authenticity i really liked this as an example of people um expressing themselves whether or not somebody else, you know, identifies with that or, or it clicks with them, it's, it's, they did a really good job. And I, yeah. So, um, when they were asked to describe their home, Maddie described it as classic and Mary didn't really agree. She kind of thought it felt more like a quilt, which I, that's a good way to describe it. And he said, yeah, it does. It's very woven. Like they have color, they have texture, they have neutrals. They I have think old he things, was just things. talking classic in the sense of like it was a classic home. Right. Like the way it was built and everything. It was yeah. classic. But I mean, like technically I think it was two different mindsets. Right. Going at the and same I understand time. where he's coming from, but I also understand, you know, because it's like you could say classic to somebody and maybe it doesn't evoke as like specific of a feeling or because classic could mean a lot of things to a lot of people, but you know, her saying like a quilt, it's very, I understand where he was coming from when he said classic. I, I see that home and I can see someone in the 1800s pulling up horseback on the gravel and you can hear the Mm, crunching as he's mm -hmm. riding up and putting his horse in the stable and coming in. It felt like a classic. It should be American home. Very like American. Yeah. And, I know where I, I can see where he was coming from, and I can see where she was coming from with a quilt. And uh, like again, quilts are busy. There's a lot going on with quilts, and it's like they're layered. And maybe you got, maybe you have had, you know, cloth from stuff when you were a kid, and then you kept that fabric and you made it over time, and it, it feels more like um, homely, home like not homely in a negative sense, but like homely and just like it's very. Like I'm looking at a quilt right now that David cuddles up with when we watch TV at night. And that was like my, my first quilt as a kid. And it's but like. Not because of the color. It's because <laughs> of, the, of the fabric. It's Quilts are great. They're, I, I think they're I think really they're underrated. Phenomenal. I think the fabrics are great. I think that the weight of a quilt is perfect. Yeah. But the patterns, it's Well, it's busy. got some pinks and, and blues. And so what and, do yeah. you do with a quilt at the end of the day? What do you do with it? Yeah sleep with it i know but where do you put it where do you put a quilt at the end of the day i don't i don't follow do you do you lay it over a couch or what do you do oh yeah i just went lay over that one because the colors are kind of like conflicting but i really want like a blue and white one okay i want a blue and white or a blue and red and white you just um so you're saying okay no but we're on the same i think we're on the same wavelength with this because when i'm saying homely like it's like you it's i'm saying you put the quote away like the pristine (laughs) it's not like a luxurious thing 
right? It's more of like a utilitarian, but also very homey and comforting and nostalgic. Yes, but you and put it away. It's full of a story. Yeah. No, but I just I don't have just that so one know. front and center. I if I had a blue front and white and one, because my color scheme. What I'm saying palette, is, I'm saying for me, I understand what she was saying with the quilt. I get it. Going back to what I'm saying is like for me, so much a quilt is a lot. Mm-hmm. You look at it and you're like, I don't even know where to put this. So then that was accurate. Because you, you hide <laughs> it, you put it away. And so, uh, but it is, when you're using it, it is homey, it's nice. It's there's a lot of people that display quilts. Yeah. I'm going to have to and those disagree with you on that one. wallpaper on there. Exactly. And Everybody's, I, and there's again, a every, thing for to everyone. Everybody, they, to each their own. Every, everybody has their, that's what makes a home a home. Whatever mm-hmm. you like is what makes your home a home and that's what makes it is your creative is your biggest creative piece yes you're gonna decorate it the way you want it not for anybody else because most people like if again if if i were to design a home somebody will come come in and probably be like oh too cool too cold i thought you meant like too cool no like like cool like maybe too too rustic maybe like yeah, it, it like might be. People could look at our house right now and be like, nah, it might I be, don't like this, I don't like that. It might be, most people are not going to like it, or maybe maybe they do, but it doesn't, it's what I like. Right. And that's what she likes. And, and, that's what, you, and you can tell that they built a beautiful home for them. Right. Like it really is woven together. You see him in there, you see her in there, you see like their kids growing and becoming in that family. And I think that... That's why this house struck me so much is because it really just, it's a good showcase of them. Say her mom played an integral role. Played a big part in What are you saying? Because it leans. It leans. Yeah, but that could be like if my mom was part of this, my mom. Would, it, there would be some wallpaper. No, my mom has never done wallpaper. I mean, I had wallpaper in a bedroom once, but that wasn't because we put it there. It was just there. Case of mine. No, but it wasn't but there. What, I'm just saying what she, she <laughs> but said. But that's why Eileen Rustic, because my mom has. She said rustic. her mom played a major role in the in the design and decorating and. But you don't I, know what her mom's style is. I, I can assu- tell by looking assu- at. <laughs> I'm assuming, but again, it's a beautiful home. Like I wouldn't be like, oh, I can't be here. It's a beautiful home. There's nothing wrong with it. But I'm just saying again, this is my taste. This yeah, David just I mean, look, listen. Well, and I'm gonna if do, these people I'm gonna are listening, do next, he next. doesn't even like my house that I've I just <laughs> doesn't fit his aesthetic. If you have if you if the couple if you listen to our podcast, your home is beautiful. I love it. Everything's I amazing. Love your home. I just don't like clutter. My house is cluttered it's, right now because I there's like I think they did one, a good two, job three, four, of not five, making six, it feel cluttered. Nine, He's counting the books on my bookshelf. There's See? fourteen books on on a I would say maybe four <laughs> square feet of of, uh, of and they're space. coffee table books. They're not small books. They're giant. Anyways, not yeah. So don't feet. take nobody take feet. any offense. David doesn't never don't take. David I don't would know. live in a First box. First of all, I with a punch of iron or something. <laughs> I I should not. I shouldn't even be saying anything because if I just like for me personally, I like. The architecture part of it. Yeah. That home to me is. You a just want to decorate it differently. That That's home to fine. me is a 10 out of 10. Yeah. The way they did it, the, the way it looks, the shutters, everything of that home was a 10 out of 10. The gravel, 
when you walk on gravel and you hear the crunch, there's nothing that to me feels like home. You're just walking and you're just hearing that. When you drive up in your car, you hear the tires oh, yeah. rolling over it. Oh, it's beautiful. And she walked outside and clipped, I don't know how many flowers, but she clipped some flowers. And then she went and worked in her studio and he went and worked in the studio. Having like, those two studio spaces? Oh my God, are you kidding me? And they walked with their kids down and it was just like they weren't walking on anything paved. They were walking on grass. And I was like, that, that is a home. And then... The way they you walk into that home, and then you they're sitting in the living room, the staircase right behind them. I was like, that is a home. Everything was beautiful about that home. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it isn't. I no, I it. think that is such a gem. I'm so glad that, I mean, somebody probably would have lived in there, but like the fact that, just like it's so it's um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just taken care of and loved by a family that like deserves to be there and it seems like it can be like a multi-generational property Mm -hmm. it's just it was was perfect to me it was a perfect home even the kitchen which we haven't gotten to but the kitchen was awesome patrons is that what i would say like they're good patrons stewards 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 they're they're great stewards of the um thank you they're great stewards it just feels like that property is it's oh it's raining that it just feels like the property is it doesn't look like when so, it, people will build these homes and it just like it just looks like it shouldn't be there. That home looks like it's been there since the Mayflower. Yeah. It's perfect. I love that. That's like really something that I'm keep being drawn to. Again, I've said this again earlier in the episode about Gil Schaefer where he when he builds properties, he wants it to feel inevitable, meaning like it's always been there. It should be there. Or like he's doing all these new builds, but they feel like they've been there for like so so long decades even maybe a hundred years because i i just you know i I do it's like this kind of two-edged sort of like i think that you should create the home you want wherever you are but i also think that you should have a sense of place and like belonging where you are too and not fight and try to force something that's not natural for where you are yeah i don't know it's like i yeah but the kitchen we moved it on to the kitchen i like the kitchen it was nice okay well, I just want to say something about the master bedroom is that they had like a, a mural painted by another artist, which I love to see artists supporting artists. And they had a canopy bed and I want a canopy bed really bad. And I want to get your thoughts, David. What do you think of canopy beds? Because <laughs> I really want one and I have not brought it up yet. But Canopy beds, that's the one with like... It's so it's like the four poster and like they added some fabric to it. I like it with fabric. I like it without. I'll I like tell you both. what. And this might come as a surprise to you, but I like him. Oh, my Only God. Only because... Because they feel like you're a king or something? It reminds me of a castle. <laughs> I knew it. It's got a castle feeling. <laughs> I, I like castles. Oh, my but God. But you cannot have one of those beds in a traditional 10 by 10 or 10 by 12 room. Why? Because then it just feels like a box within a box. Well, it could. But then it also... It could be like you're just really leaning into like a cocooning feel, you know? Mm, a little too tight for well you need a you need we do a, it in our room do you, think you need a slightly no our room is too small you, you need a slightly larger um room what if you just that's also a statement piece yeah but what if you just did like four posters and not the connecting at the top and like the, the fabric where there's just like basically the corners of the bed have uh, something that juts up high do you think that could work in the bedroom sure 
ours is pretty small but um yeah so i liked that i liked that they had um different patterns in oh and okay so here's an example of again how they did color in different ways so in balancing that the this approach i really like and what i've noticed is in their different rooms like the living room had a lot of more saturated color in the center of the room whereas like the perimeter was a more subdued color the art on the walls was a little bit more subdued and then in their room the master bedroom they had this mural of like like apricot and like lilac and blues um so it was a more colorful perimeter and then they subdued the center of the room so their bed was this canopy bed which was a statement because of its scale and its height and like this fabric coming down but all the fabric um on the bed and the sheets and everything was was white so they really were again another good example of when to inject color in different applications different areas and when to pull back so if you're wanting to play with color that's a really good um application of doing that is either choosing either you know going with a paint or a wallpaper or something on the perimeter and keeping things a little quieter in the center or keeping things quieter on the perimeter and choosing to interject your color in the center of the area the room whatever so that was a really good takeaway um her art studio I loved I would die for this studio I would die for either of their studios but I mean because I'm a painter I specifically really liked hers um she even had some like pieces of furniture which weren't necessarily like utilitarian but she had this like day bed that looked like a French antique and all these windows and it just felt like a cool place to hang out and like this really big center work table um I just yeah what did you think about her studio yeah studio is cool right um i mean and her work is great too you'll have to watch the video and if you haven't watched the it's video yet it's like eight minutes yeah. eight something but she like has a very like i don't know if it's watercolor on canvas or paper um maybe a little bit of both but very like free-flowing water-based colorful um organic shaped really loved that kitchen kitchen was nice david what did kitchen. you think about the kitchen, kitchen i want to hear great. your thoughts that's my thoughts it was what great. are your thoughts that was i it. thought it was <laughs> nice it was <laughs> it great. felt open there was a little table she even said like she can be there the kids could be there it's it, <coughs> sorry <laughs> it felt uh it was nice it was i don't know what else to say about it i like the the countertops mm-hmm. i like the stove everything about it was felt nice i would have went with a little bit of an older feeling stove uh-huh. or something like just to give it like the like a more classic feel mm-hmm but I thought, still, I give it a 10 out of 10. It was a nice yeah. kitchen. The kitchen, they went definitely the most subdued in color out of all the house. That's why I liked it. Um, there was, the cabinets were very pale gray, I think. And then like gray, white, silage tile backsplash with that organic handmade feel. Um, there were no upper cabinets. There was an island. I love an island that has some lower cabinets. And then two levels of open shelving at the end. And you can kind of display your ceramic collection. Like Studio Studio McGee did this, or Shay McGee did this in her house too. 
I just love I that. like they had like this wooden it's like a little cabinet for like it seemed like it was like some cups and stuff oh, like a it. hutch like a kitchen but it was hutch. like it felt old it was it felt like an older piece and it felt nice there yeah and then I did like their their table with the chairs those were like a they had a I think it was like yellow mm-hmm. I love that it's like a breakfast table and she said I, I like this was very functional for her that she spends a lot of time in the kitchen she's a mom of two young children and there was so like a round like a kind of primitive wood I think if my memory serving me correctly table and then on both sides there was like kind of like two settees and they had this like vintage um, um not very saturated yellow printed fabric on it i love that i thought that was so nice and she's like this is her like the kids to hang out when i'm cooking and i and i just thought what a great area and like i know that there's like little kids tables that are like pretend you know like play tables that are little mini size but but this is such a great way and like it's also functional like adults can sit there too but it's comfortable enough for kids to just hang out on and play and color or whatever while mom's cooking or whatever um i just thought that was really nice yeah it was really it was really nice um and then they also what's interesting about this house is that they have their front door walks directly into the dining room which is kind of a quirky funny thing but she said they love it because during this the warmer months they just leave the door open and then you've got her cut garden out there with all the flowers and just like even if that wasn't there all the beautiful property beyond that is just like stunning and green and lush and everything um and she had her grandmother's chairs that were her favorite color chartreuse and then this like cool light fixture above um you see off to the side there's a sideboard covered with a floral tablecloth which i think that is really always a good tip if you like she may have something under there that she loves but if you didn't have something that you loved of like a sideboard or table tablecloths are amazing so yeah i thought that was nice and they had like um another what's it called like symmetrical moment with the lamps and then a little bar area in between that i like how outside i'm going outside the home was surrounded by hydrangeas oh yeah that that was nice i just liked how green it was Mm -hmm, everything was green it really makes me want to have limelight hydrangea bushes this summer and then she said there's like willow trees on the property so yeah i like that and lastly i did want to touch on her daughter's room they had um wallpaper but i like that she put a collection of artwork and i think to develop just like a kid's appreciation for art over time you can start with putting cool things in their room maybe i mean art is cool because it's on the wall and it's probably going to be way taller than them um sorry there's like geese flying by so it's not like they're gonna knock it over or something probably but you know you could put their art or mix it with vintage art or do a gallery wall or something fun so i thought that she did a good job and it feels very nostalgic in her daughter's room but that was that was the video and a couple takeaways that i had just to think about and things that i think that they implemented well was varying the use of color and pattern um I thought they did color punches in a very palatable way. They varied doing, um, you know, the perimeter in color in the center subdued or the center, the perimeter subdued in the center in color. So that's a great takeaway. Mixing moments of symmetry and asymmetry, 
to create a balance and something really interesting and approachable for the eye. Purchasing and displaying things that mean something to you, whether you make them, whether you find them, or you buy them from artisans and artists that you want to support. Um, those are a great way to develop a home that has a personality that reflects the people inside the home. Um, moving to the country is a great takeaway. <laughs> I want to move to the country. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. <laughs> um, and then... Even if it's just for the larger studios. Yeah. Um, don't be afraid to express your personality in your home and create continuity through your space by repeating colors in wallpaper, rugs, art, or a hero textile. So those are my takeaways. Good takeaways. Yeah. So maybe we'll do more of these. We'll see what your guys' feedback is. Um, I enjoy them because I watch a lot of home tours and it's just fun to see how people express themselves in their homes. It is. So let us know if you want to hear more of this type of series. If you enjoy the podcast, this episode or any others, please give us a follow, a rate and review. It would really help us out. And yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll see you in the next one.